What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, love, and All, life things, and all weird. things Weird. <laughs> in stereo. With your host, with your host <laughs> Megan and Suzanne, coming to you live. From Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Fabulous. Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Where is, I'm so excited for this topic because um, what, did, what did we call our show today? Did we call it Living in 10 Second Increments? Hmm. What if all you had is 10 seconds? Uh-huh. That is the title of our show. Uh-huh. That's a good title. I like right? it. Didn't I come up didn't I come up with that? You surely <laughs> did. It was I you, surely love. Did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as it turns out, as it turns out, that's all any of us have. So this is a principle that live, living in ten second increments is a principle that I learned in foundation, which is the which I actually just taught this weekend and it was so freaking fun. Um, in Salt Lake, and um, one of the principles of access is living in 10-second increments. It's this idea that basically that that we are always at choice, and if you make a choice, you can make a different one in the next 10 seconds. So you don't get – the idea is to kind of loosen the grip of what we're doing around choice of like, oh, my gosh, if I make a choice, I'm going to have to stick in it forever and blah, blah, do do right? Or – just holding on because you're waiting to make the right choice or like me is like um I'm so scared that I won't ever get another choice again that I'll just like <laughs> belabor a choice to where I don't even make it for hell's sake <laughs> so it's so you know, funny because you know of course we're opposite about this right because you won't make a choice um because you're afraid that that will limit your choice right your choices in the mm-hmm, future mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. me like i jump in to make the choice but then i feel like i have to keep choosing that like i have a commitment to it an agreement to it a loyalty you to it you said you would <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah so i'm like of course on the opposite end of the spectrum so hello everybody you're getting the opposites again with megan and suzanne mm-hmm. you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome so um, I was uh, coaching a client of mine, and um, he was having he was doing this thing that I do with choice, which is not making one and like kind of hanging out in limbo, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I shared with him he's a he's a doctor, and I shared with him this ten second increment idea, and he goes, "Isn't that interesting? Because that's the amount of life force that the body has in any given time." And I said, "Well, what do you mean?" And he goes, well, if you were to take a cyanide pill 
And when it hits your bloodstream, you have exactly 10 seconds of life force because it it kills instantly, but your body has 10 more seconds of life force before it dies. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I mean, it's a little morbid, but I mean, it's (laughs) you're talking about cyanide, but it's so cool. Like, really, truly, we really only have this 10 seconds, this moment, this moment, this moment. And so, but what we're taught from a time we're tiny, tiny is quick, find the right conclusions and the right answers and stick to them for dear life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what 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 happens in that is because we're infinite beings living in an infinitely expanding universe, trying to stop progress by living in conclusion mm-hmm. and by thinking we have a limited amount of choice. If you're an infinite being, how much choice do you have? So much. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is infinite. Charlie. The answer is infinite. Can you feel yeah. that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the answer, the conclusion is infinite. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so what does this have to do with everything we've been talking about? Okay. For the last couple of months, if you've been tuning in, you probably felt the roller coaster <laughs> that is our life. <laughs> no. I, you know, I particularly am so good at hiding that shit. I am so good at it. Like, nobody knows what's happening for me. <laughs> I'm Yes, sweetie, you really keep the stiff upper lip, don't you? I, I do. You know, I just show up as, like, so golden all the time, no matter what. So, you know, it's, it's all just a, a mystery to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, carry on. Okay. So... When, especially as we're, you're in the process of creating any kind of change, and as you know, over the last two months, we've been really looking at all the different sort of constructs that we've bought into in this reality, from relationship to money to business to everything, right? To our body. And we've been really, yes. To parenting. And we've been challenging. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we've been challenging. Them. Thank you. We've been challenging as many as we possibly can, almost simultaneously. It's like we just were like, let's uh, let's blow it up. Let's undo the rules and see what's actually true for us. And last week we talked about in order to do that, we really needed to learn what it was to have our own back, right? Mm-hmm. And that the universe had our back so that you could actually, we could actually choose for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think this piece is the other tool is realizing that, like, as you're undoing things, as you're going through change, as you're creating something. So this isn't just for deconstruct. This is for creation, too, right? Where it's like you're going to be in new energy all the time. And so to be able to go, okay, what's true in this 10 seconds? What's true in this 10 seconds? And to really give yourself permission to choose without conclusion, knowing that that choice is going to create some kind of an awareness that allows you then to choose again and again and again. And to not try to find the right answer, to not try to like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do and this is the truth and this is the direction we're going in, to be like, okay, like, 
this is what's true now. This is what's true in this moment. And to continue to look for, okay, what will create greater now? What will create greater now? And it is, you know, as much as I like to tout myself as the chaos of the universe, I really have been surprised at how I want I want to be able to count on the fact that somebody told me yesterday that this is how they felt so that they feel that way again today. Well, the problem is is that I am uh, in relationship with somebody extremely feminine. And so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times in our relationship I've said to you, but you said, but you said. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, that was an hour ago. <laughs> like, oh lord. Well, yeah, I saw so that. Oh. Well, I wanted to share the meme that Brittany um, put on Facebook. This, you know, stick figure that says, "What do you mean you don't like it anymore? You did yesterday, and I showed that to you this morning." I'm like, darling, this is what you say. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like it anymore? You did yesterday, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think it. And, it's so funny, too, because, like, you kind of see me as this very consistent – I kind of see myself that way as, like, kind of more consistent, more structured. Um, and what I would say is I – before the last three months, I really did not get the idea of 10-second increments. I would just kind of roll my eyes whenever I would hear the idea of 10-second increments. And now, having been in 10-second increments – um Seriously, so much for the last three months, I get it in a way I never have before. And I would have to say, like, I am all over the court, like complete opposite ends of the spectrum, sometimes from 10 seconds to 10 seconds. And it is really uncomfortable. It feels really like I'm kind of crazy, like I might have multiple personality disorder, like I might. (laughs) I might. (laughs) I think you might. I I might actually be insane. I might need to actually be in a mental institution. Like there have seriously been moments where I have felt that way because it's like so different. You know what I mean? Like one moment I'm in euphoria. I'm super, super happy, like on top of the world. And 10 seconds later, I'm in despair, you know, and and it really is sometimes 10 seconds. Um, and like, how did that actually happen? <laughs> you know, like, how is that even possible that my body has that capacity to be that extreme in 10 second increments? But it's kind of like what we talked about with the cyanide, right? One moment you're alive and 10 seconds later, you're dead. <laughs> so, you know, a lot can happen in 10 seconds. <laughs> Clearly. Alive, dead. Alive, dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that it's been, it was really disconcerting to me because you had always prided yourself on being your word. Mm-hmm. If you said it, you did it, you meant it. And That's in it. fact, you trained me for years because I kept looking for the metaphor. <laughs> and you're like, no. if I say it, I mean it. And I was like, okay. Because... Um, I, my whole family, like, we never say what we mean. We just, like, talk in metaphor, right? It's like, I have no idea how we get anywhere. But, mm-hmm. like, so I just kept looking for this, like, metaphor. So you, for years, you've drilled it into my head. I am this. I say mm-hmm. this. 
you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and that all changed. It was like, oh my gosh, what do we have here? But the thing about it is, is that if you're not living in 10 second increments, what you are living in is past. Mm-hmm. What you're living in is a decision or a conclusion that you made yesterday or last year or five years ago, which is what I was doing, right? I kept going, oh, wow, this, I kept, my thoughts were like, I don't know this person. I maybe I've never known this person. I can't trust this person. Like I was just going into all this stuff because it wasn't, you were becoming somebody new, right? Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that in relationship in particular, that's a tough one. When I've coached couples, one of the biggest problems is they relate to themselves as the past, right? Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, they have projected all their parent shit on each other, Mm-hmm. And so and so they actually like one of the things I oftentimes see when I like when a couple comes in is like wow you guys have not seen each other for many years you've mm-hmm. been living in the projections of each other and the projections of what you did and she said and da 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 right and so one of the reasons it's so tricky to get out of it is that those are what we call stability points the problem with them points is we have stability depend- points we I would say connection count- points and stability points, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We count on them mm-hmm. as our safety. So we mm-hmm. are not likely to let them go anytime soon. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of coming into 10-second increments and going, okay, cool. Like right now, I want to kill you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Safe. So want to kill them for 10 seconds. Let yourself totally want to kill them for 10 seconds. And mm-hmm. then allow yourself to make a choice, a different choice, and and really get – that every 10 seconds actually is a choice. Mm-hmm. So, should we should we um, should we take them through uh, the little exercise we talked about? I think it would be great. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, I'm gonna. Can I do? Can I do it with you? Of can course. I use you as the guinea pig? You know what? I am always your guinea pig. Always. Do you want? Do you want me to be the guinea pig today? Do I? Do I ever say no to being your guinea pig? I can't remember a time I actually said no. Not on the radio, but in life you do sometimes. <laughs> and in life sometimes you resist my experiments. <laughs> well, yeah. Yep, that is true. But on the radio, I am a good sport. <laughs> you are a good <laughs> sporty spice. <laughs> I'm going to call you sporty spice today. Yes, in these 10 seconds. <laughs> in these 10 seconds. Okay. So you're going to be my, you're going to be the guinea pig. Mhm. Okay, good. So, um okay. <laughs> um pick something that is maybe not all light and love that you've felt about me recently. <laughs> That's really hard. It's really hard to come up with. <laughs> Try. Try your best. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> no, no. I know, right? Because, you know, I mean, this, I think that's honestly just to, I want to say this, like, that is part of why we are doing through, doing so much deconstruct in our relationship right now. And actually, you know, what we're calling like conscious uncoupling, not that we're like breaking up, but that we are completely radically changing our relationship because we have not been living in 10 second increments in our relationship. We have been um, staying 
in causal reality, not even just this lifetime's experiences with each other, but all of the 28 past lifetimes that we've had with each other as well. And so that has created a lot of shit um, for us and a lot of us not being who we really are. So, um, so, you know, this is very much appropriate for what we're actually doing in our relationship is living in 10 second increments. So I just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, that's another thing is that, that one of the things that I'm very much, um, a flag for in the, on the planet right now is the healing of what I call the causal world, the causal reality of A plus B equals C and the, you must do these four steps to get this outcome and that linear sort of mindset and, um, uh, relationship is one of the places where causal reality wreaks havoc because not only are we holding each other to our past, but a lot of us do have past life experience with each other and we're playing out lifetimes worth of crap, right? Mm-hmm. And because some part of us believes that we have karma and we have to heal from other lifetimes and blah, 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 instead mm-hmm. of going, no, actually, yeah, I mean, there are times that I feel like clearing some past energy allows us to see the choice that's available to us. Mm-hmm. But the but the only reason to clear the past to work on the past is to wipe the windshield clear so you can see in the see the road and see mm-hmm. where the turnoffs are, you know. Mm-hmm. And but it is the choice. Once there's clarity, it is choice that changes. It is choice that creates. Mm-hmm. And so what what I see, and I feel like we've we have been, we have done this where we swirl around in the past, right? And it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, okay, what can I choose right now? Truly, like, what can I choose right now? So let's come over to the the uh, energy or emotion that you have felt about me recently that's been less than pleasant. What, what <laughs> is that energy or emotion? <laughs> so, um, so for our audience, choose something, choose somebody that you're having uh, conflict with and try out this exercise, like for real, just just see what what comes of it and choose the energy for you. Say, okay, well, I'm mad at them or I'm sad or I'm hurt or whatever it is, like you choose whatever's true for you as I take Suzanne through this. Okay, go. Okay, so, I mean, honestly, the first thing that came up was sadness. Okay. Okay, cool. So, Suzanne, and I'm going to I I'm going to take out my little timer, okay? I'm mm-hmm. going to have you when I say go, I'm going to have you choose to be sad for 10 seconds. Okay? Mm-hmm. So everybody, all the whole audience, you get to do that too. Past, present, and future. Okay, so hold on. They don't have to I choose gotta... sad. They have to choose whatever they're choosing, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> So re- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So re- That's a new word. That's a new mechanism right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. It's mm-hmm. fun to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready, honey? To feel mm-hmm. sad for t- you're gonna choose. I'm so ready. First of all, you gotta choose. I you gotta choose, choose to feel sad. Ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Go. I'm going. Yeah. Choose the sadness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, stop. Take a deep breath. Clear it out. Now, choose 
choose something else. Choose love, celebration, um, whatever it is. Choose, what are you going to choose? Gonna, I'm going to choose allowance. Oh, we have to tell people <laughs> about our team. Okay. So, <laughs> that's really cute, Freddie. You're so cute. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, for everybody else, choose your word. Like, if you know that you love this person and you can't get to it because you're mad at them or whatever, maybe love would be a good choice. Maybe joy. Maybe, um, well, allowance. Okay. So, are you ready, honey? Mm-hmm. Okay, choose allowance for 10 seconds. Just for this 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Can you feel it? Okay. Yeah, I can. Okay, <laughs> now, and everybody play. Now I want you to go back and choose sadness again for 10 seconds. Mm, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, see? <laughs> I don't Just want to. Okay, I'm doing, doing it one more time. Okay, I'm doing okay, it. Okay, ready? I'm doing it. Go. Okay. It hurts. I don't like it. Okay, stop. <laughs> okay. Okay, stop. Okay, now okay. choose allowance. So okay. Clear it out. Take a deep breath. Clear it out. And <sighs> choose allowance for the next 10 seconds. Okay, cool. So, and what I'd like to do, because it looks like we need to go on break here, but what I'd like to do is I would like everybody that's been playing the game with us over the break to just keep going back and forth in every 10 seconds. Now, you are going to feel a resistance just like Suzanne did because we're not used to really claiming that we're choosing these things. Mm -hmm. We think they're just happening to us, (laughs) right? And so it's it's really powerful to understand, to really get that in every 10 seconds, you actually really do have a choice. Mm-hmm. So keep playing the game. We're going to debrief Suzanne when we come back. And uh, you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker. You're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. 
Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're playing a game of 10-second increments. Um, you know, I, probably like halfway through the commercial, I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. It's not fun anymore because, like, I don't want to be that conscious of my choices. You know what I mean? Like, I want, I like, I want to just be whatever. I don't want to be like, okay, now I'm choosing sad. Now I'm choosing allowance. Now I'm choosing sad. Now I'm choosing allowance. Like at first, it was like I was resistant to sad. And then I was resistant to all of it. And then, like, I'm still like, okay, I'm choosing this, I'm choosing this, I'm choosing this. And then what was really actually kind of crazy is that they, the energies, and I don't know what this means, this is just my experience, is that the energies started almost, like, converging. Like, it almost felt, like, I started feeling... um like it, it, like allowance as heart energy and sadness as heart energy, and it was all, and it actually didn't have a lot of difference. It was just like my filter that said this is negative, this is positive, this is negative, this is positive. So I don't know what that means, but that was actually where I ended up by the end. Hmm. Hmm. Cool, huh? Well, it kind of makes me think of the article that I read you yesterday by Brene Brown yeah, about yeah. about paradox. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It might be kind of fun to read it here because it was I so think it'd be really was, cool. If you I could think, find it, um, I, it's right in front of me. I <laughs> I have I, look how organized I am in this ten seconds. <laughs> Only this 10 seconds, though. You guys, celebrate her for her organization in this 10 seconds. Woo! Um, So I was having this amazing conversation with my friend Candice the other night, and we were talking about paradox, and I was saying that in this process of deconstruct, like, it's been so, like... Oh, I don't, I would say like, um, magnified that like this power that I have and that I am is sitting right on top of and right next to the most messy, insecure, scared little piglet self, right? And it's like, and there's this place where because of what I'm going through, I don't have the energy to hold mm-hmm. a barrier because like a lot of my life I would say that I tried to separate from what I would call 
the negative sides of myself. Like I mm-hmm. only wanted to be positive. I only wanted to be light and love, you know, and like I wasn't like, I definitely was not buddy-buddy with my shadow in any, mm-hmm. <laughs> any shape or form. And it, it, the interesting thing is, or I try to rise above whatever I was challenged by. Mm-hmm. And and in this process, there's no energy to do that. <laughs> to like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of sh- like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, like show up happy when like <laughs> the, your guts are like getting ripped out on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. And so like I was talking about how like there's this place where I'm coming to an allowance of all of these parts of me and realizing that none of them are actually who I am. They're just aspects or energies moving through at a particular time. And in access consciousness, we talk a lot about that, about being infinite beings and having access to all energy. And that's Mm -hmm. another reason for the 10 second increments is to not over identify with one aspect of you. Mm -hmm. Because what that does is it creates duality. What it does is it creates highs and lows, like, oh, I'm happy, I suck, <laughs> you know? And and there's something about all of these energies living together in the same uh in the same space that's been pretty fascinating for me. It's still uncomfortable. I'm not saying I like it, but <laughs> it's uh it is just what is. Mhm. Yeah, so read that so are you gonna read the part then? I am. So this is from Brene Brown, and she's talking about her daughter that just graduated from high school. And she says, Ellen graduated from high school this past weekend. It was beautiful and hard. Emotions are complex things. I've been studying the relationship between thought, behavior, emotions for close to two decades, and I learned something new on Saturday morning. There's a combination of joy and grief that can take your breath away. The sum of those two parts wells up inside you and holds your breath hostage until you let go of the notion that you can control the paradox and choose between joy and grief. Mm. Your breath returns only when you submit to the reality that you are caught in the grips of both delight and sorrow. Both Mm. are strong. Both are true. Mm. In many ways, the etymology of the word paradox captures the heart of what it means to love, from its Greek origins, it's the joining of two words. I have to click the next in- Instagram card. Okay. <laughs> this is your 10-second break, people. <laughs> Do not adjust your set. <laughs> I know you're at on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. It's the joining of two words, para, which means contrary to, and dokin, which means opinion. The Latin paradoxum means seemingly absurd, but really true. Mm-hmm. That's how parenting has always felt to me, unbelievably true. I've shared as many life lessons as I could with Ellen, and she has always been my teacher. I've tried to model our family belief that it's okay to be brave and afraid at the same time. And our children have always been the best example of what this looks like. We have a sign by our back door that reads, we can do hard things. We hung it there to remind the kids that hard work, tough conversation, and emotional pain are normal and important parts of life. And it's Ellen who often whispers the saying in my ear, when I doubt myself. Next card. (laughs) Um, Sometimes she's afraid to leave for college in the fall, and I assure her that she's ready. Sometimes I'm fighting back tears and she'll say, I'm ready, I'm going to be okay. Sometimes we cheer together, and sometimes we hold each other and weep. Now, the toughest paradox of love 
letting go and holding on. Ellen, it's time for you to fly. It's one of the biggest, scariest, and brave moments, but don't worry, we'll be holding on tight, not always to each other, but to love, courage, faith, gratitude, and strength. All of the things you'll need in the world and all of the things you already have. Mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful. I love that so much. I do too. It it makes me cry, honestly. I love I mean I I love how Brene Brown captures a like in words what I feel. I I find that experience a lot with her. Um she's such a truth teller and she like I think this is a perfect example of you know like with her daughter that's going to college, you know, and there's this pure joy and there's this pure grief, you know, that's simultaneously happening. And I would say, like, you know, you read that to me yesterday and it feels so true for um, my experience, your experience with each other. Like, there's this place where we're letting go and holding on and to love, you know, and um, and it's terrifying and it's also freeing. Um and it's confusing <laughs> because it is a, a paradox, you know. It is this, like, simultaneous um, cacophony of different, almost opposite energies that feel like they don't belong together, and yet they perfectly do. And how many times in our lives do we have that type of experience, you know, and yet we're so programmed to... Um, choose one or the other to like hide some aspect of that to not you know be in the continued energy of that or what comes after that you know and so I think it's really so profound for what we're talking about with living in 10 second increments you know and the ability to flow um with the energy of what's coming through you, of what's coming through your body, um, and being in that place of unknown. And at the same time, I think the I think the thing that the ten second increment principle brings to this whole piece that we've been talking about on paradox is that I think that that. To really get that, um, yes, there is. There's going to be times and places where we have emotional experiences or emotional waves that are really deep and really big, and we are going. We're going to honor the wave past ten seconds. Sometimes we're going to choose it for maybe two minutes in a row. <laughs> you know, we're going to choose that <laughs> sadness for ten minutes in a row. We're not. We're not saying that. That whatever's coming through only has 10 seconds, but to realize if you stay in it, it is a choice in that 10 seconds and the next 10 seconds and the next 10 seconds. It is a choice consciously or unconscious that we are making. And when we, um, in my work with uh, Gay and Katie Hendricks, they said that if you had an emotion that was moving through you and and it lasted like a normal wave, like a sadness wave, would last anywhere from 10 seconds to for something really big, really, really big, like death or whatever. Like I um, saw Gay Hendricks facilitate somebody through all the emotions of the Holocaust in 20 minutes. Mm. Like with presence 
with breath, with space. Mm -hmm. And so what they used to talk about was that if you're swirling around and feeling for hours, you're not, you're actually not feeling, you're dramatizing. You're adding Mm -hmm. something to it. You're adding a story. And again, choosing it, right? And so, yeah, there's going to be a time, because somebody uh, shared in the chat room, like, I so feel like I have to be angry longer than 10 seconds. Awesome. Honor the wave, but know that that is a choice. Mm -hmm. Let Let the wave of anger come through. Like, I used to have such a difficult time with my anger, like I because of a lot of things. But um I remember the first time I was working on it with my coach who was uh really perfect for me at the time and uh he said, Okay, great, so we're gonna make an angry song and I'm like, What? And I sang I created this really stupid angry so- country song, right? And I was like, I'm angry at my daddy and then I realized that I <laughs> because he was an asshole or whatever, you know, it was really bad song. And what was really, what was really I don't know how you could actually I don't know how you could actually stay angry singing that song, honestly. Exactly. That's the point. Is that is that the energy that's moving through us, whatever like part of the problem is is that in defining it as anger and defining it as sadness, there is a little bit of a limitation there because what emotion really is is sensations. Mm-hmm. It's it's a sensory experience. It's awareness and access. They say it's the lower harmonic of awareness. So there's some awareness trying to come to you when there's emotion, right? And instead of swirling around in it, like maybe you could also say, okay, well, I'm feeling sad and what awareness is this that I have not been willing to receive, Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, allowing it to come through from that perspective. But, you know, the there is like this hose. Right. And it has creative energy. It has emotion. It has sexual energy coming through it. And we can actually choose how that gets expressed. So for me, the only thing I saw growing up with anger was violence. So I thought that was the only way to express it. And I and I made a decision as a little girl. I was never going to do that. It was never going to be violent like that. And so in that, I shut off my anger all the way, right? Mm-hmm. So when I started making stupid country songs up with my anger, I realized that I could actually express anger in all kind of different ways. I could actually have fun with my anger. And like, you know, and I've I've done everything from having silly, you know, temper tantrums to... um uh, you know, going lifting weights and like motherfucker. Uh, uh, ooh, I'm not supposed to bleep 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 bleep. bleep. And so, uh, <laughs> um, so like, where like, are realize, where are our producers bleeping out the? <laughs> oh, bro, where's our seven second buffer? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> um, but but at the end of the day. What that taught me is that I have a choice. Like, if you pretend that something isn't occurring, you pretend you don't have anger, you pretend you're not sad, um, that doesn't really work too good. That creates sort of a schism or a split in us. But actually moving through it, realizing you have choices all along the way about what you do with it, um, to me, that's freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So I think it would be awesome to do, you know, for those of you who this this idea is a challenging one of 10-second increments, I think it would be cool to come back and maybe do some clearing work around that. So you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're going to go on break, but we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hmm. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We are talking about living in 10-second increments. Hmm. So what do you choose in this 10 seconds? <laughs> Something that I was thinking about over the break was how... Like, so much of our lives comes from this sort of, I would say, a judgment of previous choices, mm-hmm. right? It's like, um, so how many of you are holding yourself hostage to choices that you've made um, in the past? And because of that, you've decided you can't trust yourself, you can't trust yourself to choose now. And so you literally like freeze around choices or you just have resigned yourself to, to living in bad choices, right? Or what you mm-hmm. consider to be bad choices. And something that my, um, my coach um, challenged me to last week, um, uh, my coach is, uh, I, w- I want to put a shout out for her. Um, her name is Catherine McIntosh. She's an access facilitator. And she has this amazing program that I'm so excited to go do in Glenwood Springs, Colorado next month. It's called the No Judgment Diet. 
And um, so that's kind of her flag in the world is like living out of judgment, not living in judgment with your body or with any any choice that you make. And um, I was pretty much steeped in judgment <laughs> as a child, and it's been a process for me to really get that, number one, it's not real, and number two, to quit attaching it to every five, ten seconds of my damn life, right? Mm-hmm. And she challenged me last week to, she says, Megan, and I and I, I want everybody to feel into this question for yourself. Um, what would your life be like in one year if you did not judge any of your choices ever? And just feel the energy of that. Feel the expanse of that. And mm-hmm. for me, like I, you know, there's the question that's been that gets asked a lot and asks us, "What would my life be like in five years if whatever?" And I, I mean, it's a great question, and I definitely feel energy and expanse and and all of that. But I have never felt so much expansion as when I considered to I considered never judging another choice that I made mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. really let myself choose and. When you go into judgment of a choice, what you do is you cut off awareness. Mm -hmm. The whole point of choice is to gain awareness. So if you're judging a choice, then you actually can't gain the awareness that that choice is offering you, and therefore you kind of end up making the same kind of choices because you just, you didn't get the awareness, so you're going to have to kind of keep repeating that choice, you know. Um, So one of the, for me... Well, hold on, because then now in this moment, people are judging that they're doing that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stop it! Stop it right now! (laughs) They're judging that they've been judging their choices. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll do some clearings in one second. Let me kind of finish that thought real quick. Um, So, if in order to, to really play with 10 second increments you really do have to judge drop judgment because if you're judging you cannot actually you don't have the fluidity to make a different choice you are mm-hmm. holding yourself hostage to a previous choice so everywhere you're judging yourself for judging yourself <laughs> for judging yourself <laughs> for choosing for judging yourself for choosing can we uncreate and destroy that <laughs> yes Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot of rock, all nine boys, short, that, that could go on um, for a long, long time. <laughs> right? So what have you made so what have you made so vital, valuable and real about judgment that you make it more real than free will? Mm-hmm. And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Well, and everywhere that you've made judgment more vital, valuable, and real than awareness, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you, in any lifetime, in any whatever, <laughs> any parallel dimension, this lifetime, whatever, everywhere that you believe that judgment was your only possibility, that the only choice was judgment for whatever reason, protection, safety, whatever, that it was the only choice. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Huh. 
So, my interesting point of view is that judgment was introduced on the planet as a control mechanism. Mm -hmm. So, if you take a very powerful creator and you spin them out in self-judgment, they stop creating. So, it is like in, in religion, I would say in school, in all the places where they need you to be good little boys and girls and to give your authority up, they introduce judgment. And so judgment is like this implant that we have running on our planet for, you know, probably thousands of years that helps the masses be controlled. And it, and it helps us control ourselves. Because as long as we sit in judgment, we're not creating. You're either creating or in judgment. I mean, and that just brought up and let down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. I have this so, feeling that people are having that experience of Charlie Brown with the teacher going, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Would you like to clarify for the people, darling? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing this whole thing that you do with your universal wisdom where you're channeling it and it's just coming through and there's like all these doozies, like one after the other after the other, you know? And then there's this uh -oh. feeling of this feeling like where the molecules start spinning really fast and everybody just kind of starts to get a little lightheaded and they're like, that was really, really good, but I don't even know what she said. <laughs> what, the, what the heck is she talking about? What, what the Sam Hale was that? <laughs> but then Papa you don't Joe, even... Hi. I, I, <laughs> But then you don't even know. Then we're like, Megan, could you repeat that? And you're like, huh? <laughs> what did I say? That sounded real, real good. Let me try to think about that for a second and try to come <laughs> up with it one more time for y'all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, I'm just I'm just doing a little comic relief so that everybody can, you know, continue the clearing, you know, because the energy is coming out. I can feel it. But, you know, we can't have any more like, you know, truth bombs, universal wisdom, wisdom bombs. Otherwise, we'll all just like curl up on the floor and start twitching. So. <laughs> right. So. All right. So there you go. That's like the 10 seconds. Whew. Okay. Well, okay. I have a clearing. Is that mm -hmm, okay to cool. add a clearing? Yeah, okay, I think right. so. I think we're all good. I think we're ready for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everywhere that you have been judging every part of you, your mm -hmm. body, your choices, you're judging that you're judging, you're judging that you're not judging, um, and everywhere that you judge every aspect of who you are, what you create, and what you do that keeps you from being the maestro phantasm creator of magnitude walking you truly be, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Mm -hmm. I really get like, I, you know, I want to just kind of reiterate that you know, this thing that's really coming through in my awareness right now is so, so 
palpably clear that what we do instead of create is judge. And that judgment takes us out of creation. It takes us out of power. It takes us out of um, freedom and the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. So, so everywhere that you've been choosing that, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shirts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you actually have been judging because you're afraid that if you actually had free will and created everything you want and chose everything you wanted, that you would just blow up everything. (laughs) You would blow up you and everybody you care about and the world. Everything that is, times a gazillion, (laughs) can we uncreate and destroy it? Just just yourself, everybody you love in the world, that's it? Yeah. Only that? Yeah. How about, like, yeah. other worlds and the entire universe? Sure. Could we just, like, go all the, the way with that? How about the, the galaxies galaxy. and the okay, parallel dimensions? That. Like, there would be <laughs> nothing. There would be nothing. It would all be decimated to nothing. So, everything mm-hmm. that is. Let's <laughs> uncreate just yes. Right, yes. wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Well, you have to understand that there's something, when we choose something as stupid as judgment, <laughs> which is a little bit of a judgment. But of it's judgment? Open as <laughs> judgment. Um, that you're, like, first of all, it's not real. And it feels like crap. So you have to know that if you're choosing it, there's something you're avoiding. There's something, you're using it in a particular way, right? And that's why I said the clearing about, like, I think for me, and as I have worked with clients, it's not failure people are afraid of, it's success. They're afraid of what they're really capable of. And if they were actually to turn on all their power and all their potency and be the creators they are, that they would, like, quote, unquote, screw up or, like, hurt something or someone. Like, for me, I've always felt like I was too much for people, that I was overwhelming for people, right? And if I, like, if I actually had all my energy on go, ooh, (laughs) you know, I I would probably get stoned or something, you know, like not in a good way. Um, With rocks is what I meant by that. (laughs) Just to clarify. Yeah. So what have you made so valuable about judgment Mm -hmm. that you um, are continuing to jail yourself for eternity? Everything that is, times like I've done, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine boys, short to beyond. So is it time to choose in every moment and to live in the joy of 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right? And anything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy that? And we'll see you next yep. week for more fun. Right, wrong, good, bad, mm-hmm. pop, pop, all boys and beyonds. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.